Hi, this is Dan Castellaneta. You're listening to TV Confidential. And now, the nations of the world, brought to you by Yakko Warner. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too. Ed Roberts, welcome you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. This happy to welcome Emmy Award winning, Annie Award winning, and Peabody Award winning actor Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson, the voice of Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, Yako Warner from Animaniacs, and both Raphael and Donatello from Teenage Mutant. Ninja Turtles. Rob Paulson has been filling concert halls and symphony halls across the country with the wildly popular Animaniacs in Concert series, while Animaniacs itself is coming back with brand new episodes that are scheduled to drop on Hulu in the winter of 2020. Rob Paulson's voice has brought joy to millions of children and adults over the past three decades, but that voice was nearly silenced four years ago when Rob learned that he was diagnosed with throat cancer. Fortunately for Rob, his cancer was both treatable and beatable at the time it was detected. And while it took two years for Rob to fully recover from radiation treatment and rehabilitation, his fight with cancer gave him a new lease on life and an even greater appreciation for his gift for creating voices. Rob talks about this and more in a new book that we'll tell you more about in just a second. Rob Paulson is also the official spokesperson for the Head and Neck Cancer Alliance's Cancer Awareness Campaign for 2020. That campaign culminates the week of April 13th with Oral Head and Neck Cancer Awareness Week. We'll tell you more about that as well, but first we began our conversation by telling Rob, I enjoyed your book. Oh, that, right, okay, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate that. That, uh, That's that's a big deal. Um, I I, um, had the good fortune of, talking to other folks about the book and, and the, good, the good portion to the book in any case. And um, as a first-time, I should say, co-author, because my buddy Mike Fleeman did all the hard, heavy writing, heavy lifting, so to speak. But uh, thank you. That means an awful lot. It was uh, a labor of love, and it ain't going to be on the New York Times bestseller list, but that wasn't the intent. So, Well, yes, well, yeah, but you've got a huge following, so you know who you're targeting. So that, uh, in in this day and age of the long tail, I mean, your book is going to be targeted exactly to the people who want to know the Rob Paulson story. But uh, uh, the, the other thing, you mentioned that Mike did the heavy lifting in terms of the writing. I read a lot of memoirs. When I do not do the radio program, I make my living as a ghostwriter and memoirist uh, editor. Right. Well, I know how many books you've written. Yeah, you're, you're quite a prolific author. From my own experience on the other side of it, you know, when you are reliving story of, in your case, uh, <laughs> le- le- learning about uh, having, you know, cancer, a life-threatening illness, I mean, I, yeah. I, I would imagine when you went back and working with Mike to re- recount that story. I mean, to, yeah, to some degree, it's cathartic, but on the other hand, you you, you got to re- reach down deep and revisit that stuff. Well, that's true. Uh, it was it was essentially kind of a, um, a very interesting sort of year-long therapy session that was not surprising, I think, just by the nature of, you know, what it was we were doing. But, yeah, on top of being cathartic, I learned, as I think probably – a lot of people do when they are fortunate enough to write their memoirs is you learn a lot more about your 
it's a hackneyed word, but your journey than you recall, because there's a component, to be sure, of this sort of disconnection where you're going, I'm talking about myself here. <laughs> and, you know, when I'm living it, uh, I'm 60, almost 64 years old. So I've been in L.A. for 42 years. And um, as I was recounting it, Mike, in his work, as you know, having done the same thing, was quite good at asking the right questions. And I've learned so much about what writers do. Mm-hmm. I'm good at my job, but I'm a one-trick pony. That's, you know, I, I'm an actor and a singer. But to be able to know where to take the guy giving the information, I, I completely understand in hindsight what it is that you do to make me go down the road that will be interesting uh, when you reconstruct what I say in a way that will be readable and enjoyable and even impactful. And so as I'm recounting my own story, I'm going, holy crap, I, I hung out with that guy, and this guy's my friend, and this woman is somebody I've known since she was a cocktail waitress, and now she's this, and now she's that. And um, uh, But all in all, the whole experience did get me to a place where I literally learned during the writing of the book, how, how powerful these characters, and I say my characters in quotes, because, man, I don't write them and I don't draw them. But I have learned so much just via the experience of the book and truly, as one doctor said, the gift of my cancer, the extent to which people connect with these characters on a really deep level. At It sounds silly, but I, I promise you, I never knew that. I think part of it is because I'm not a celebrity in terms of walking down the street, you know, so you don't really know what kind of experience uh, people have with the work that you do. But as with the advent of these uh, conventions that are springing up like zip on a 12-year-old everywhere, <laughs> um, you know, they're so ubiquitous and, and never not joyful. It's remarkable. People tell me all the time, I mean daily, if people find out who I am and what I do and I spend enough time with them, there will come a story about you have no idea what, Ninja Turtles. You have no idea what Pinky in the Brain. You have no idea what Animaniacs. Dot dot dot. Meant to me and my father, who we didn't ever connect except for this cartoon show, and he's gone now. Or my brother, who had liver cancer, and every time he had his treatment, he's gone too. But god damn it, he fought the good fight for ten years, and every time he had his chemo, he wore his Ninja Turtle T-shirt because that's what gave him the, you know, that kind of stuff. And and so uh, that happened in the context of my own experience writing the book, and you are 100% correct uh, with respect to what you said at the beginning of our conversation. The book is exactly focused on an audience who gets it. Because the truth is, they got it long before I did. I, I learned how powerful and how helpful they were to me in my own struggle through sort of vicariously, because I go back and think about you know my little buddy Chad, who is basically the metaphor for all these other children mm-hmm. I've spoken to hundreds of times, and they inspired me to say, look, man, you're going to get through this. This little fellow you talked to has been dead for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Never, 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 ever thought, nor did his family think for one second, that he was going to get out of that wheelchair or that, he, or that this little girl was going to make it out of the hospital in anything but a body bag. Remember that, Junior? So suck it up. And, and those characters were what, inspired both ends of the spectrum. And, and, and it, it sounds a little Pollyanna, but I, I don't mind a bit because it is mind-blowing how much a, a cartoon character, and irrespective whether it's a sports hero or a cartoon figure, mm-hmm. can mean to someone going through whatever 
difficult experience they encounter. And I'm so proud to be part of it. It's incredible. On the line with us is Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson, the Emmy Award-winning voice of Pinky from Pinky of the Brain, Yako from Animaniacs, and both Raphael and Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Rob's book that that, uh, we've been talking about, Rob's book, Voice Lessons, How a Couple of Ninja Turtles, Pinky, and an Animaniac Saved My Life is the story of, of Rob's life and career on and off mic and how his experience battling throat cancer in 2016 gave him a much deeper appreciation for what he loves to do. Voice lessons available, Amazon.com, where books are sold online. Rob's website, RobPulsonLive.com. You can follow Rob on Twitter, at Yako Pinky. You you modestly described yourself as a one-trick pony, Rob. I think you're being unduly modest. Uh, God bless you. Well, thank you very much. Yakko's banging around in my melon right now, and he says, you get a free kick to the water tower anytime you're in Burbank, Dad. <laughs> Where do you come up with voices in, in, in general? Is there a particular process that you follow, or does it de- or does it depend on the character you're asked to create, or voice you're asked to create? I, I, I think it's more the latter. Um, it is, uh, look, I, I essentially, not even essentially, I do get paid, to do it used to get me in trouble in seventh grade, and I have been incredibly fortunate in finding that that path. Uh, but I just like to play. I've never been encumbered by vanity or ego. I just love to play, and so uh, I think the first and foremost requirement of being a successful comedian, even actor, really, and voice acting is small v, large a. I started out as a live action guy and a singer, and acting is acting. And um, to I love improv which sort of by itself, by its very nature, dictates that you are free to uh, explore and create. And um, the only thing that's wrong, in quotes, is maybe the context in which you create a character, and then you save it for another one. So I do it all the time. And the cool thing is I, I come up with characters all the time based on things I hear and, and steal from people on TV or standing in the grocery line or whatever. And I don't think that's dissimilar to any other comedian or improv guy like Jonathan Winters or Robin Williams or Jim Carrey or any of those guys, because it's all about sort of putting those things in your mental Rolodex and pulling them out at the, the right time. As much as I love, as much as I love you and the characters out, um, <laughs> they, and by the way, can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, what Ed is doing right now, that is the gift. That is the most, and I don't mean my gift, I mean the gift to me. That is the biggest part of this equation that is incredibly wonderful and undeniable. As soon as I start doing this, or this, or turtle power, or whatever it is, people who are listening, Ed, I don't care who who it is, start to smile. Mm-hmm. And it, it is always, it always happens. It's wonderful. However, the reason that these characters, I think, resonate with people, or in the case of Ninja Turtles or Animaniacs and Pink the Brain, a quarter of a century and arguably, if I were to die at this moment, it would be terribly inconvenient for you and your listeners, but the church would go on. Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need to drop that. Um, I, what I was going to say is that while it is certainly uh, great to be able to do that with my voice, mm-hmm. and the character's voice, the reason these characters continue to resonate is because they're well-constructed, they're well-executed, they're beautifully written. And as I said earlier, man, I don't draw them and I don't write them. They're beautifully written, beautifully uh, animated, and I would submit, hopefully, well-acted. And I think that just like any other 
performance, that is what makes them relatable, and that is what makes them um, um, interesting to people, you know, decade after decade after decade. And so uh, the reason guys like um, um, Seth MacFarlane, Billy West, John DiMaggio, women like Tress McNeil, uh, Nancy Cartwright, continue to voice characters that are beloved for decades to an audience that spans literally seven or eight years old, 70 or 80, is because the collaboration is excellent and the performances are terrific. So you can come up with a goofy voice, but if it's not, if it doesn't have a soul and you have no script, then, you know, all you got is a goofy voice. And, um, and even goofy. <laughs> so beautifully by Billy Farmer. I've worked with Billy on a bunch of shows years ago. We did a show called Goof Truth for the Disney Afternoon, and then we did two movies, a goofy movie and a really goofy movie or whatever the hell it was called. But the point is, when I go back and watch those movies, Billy Farmer, the voice of Goofy and the relationship he has with his son in especially a goofy movie, which is a father-son road picture, mm-hmm. and it's held up beautifully. And I'm telling you, folks, go back and watch that, even with your kids or with the big kid in you. He is a remarkable actor. Jim Cummings, who's the voice of Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and the Tasmanian Devil. Now, not only is that a breadth of characters, but when Jimmy starts riffing as Winnie the Pooh, women fall over. I mean, it's, it's like being Brad Pitt, I, I would assume. Yeah. And it is a remarkable thing because he imbues the character with a soul. And that's why people love Bugs. That's why people love Futurama. That's why people love The Simpsons. They relate to the characters, even in their wackiness, because they're well executed. So I submit that um, acting is acting, and... Um, when I create characters, it is a collaborative effort. I come up with stuff. We hone it uh, between writers, producers, directors. And um, I never in a million years would take credit for, uh, for putting it all together. I am quite gratefully the one who gets to talk to Ed Robertson, but there are a lot of people who make this happen. And, and the cool thing is that here we are now 25 years later in the, uh, in the context of Animaniacs and Thinking in the Brain, and the king of Hollywood. Mr. Spielberg says it, whatever, 72 years old, mm-hmm. and he, he doesn't need to do anything except be Steven. And he says, you know, I think it's time, Hulu, to do Animaniacs and Pinky in the Brain again. What do you think? And, of course, they said, sure. And to be able to do it again with Mr. Spielberg and a big orchestra and the same actors uh, who did the main characters is a very unusual circumstance in Hollywood. This is the era of major celebrities doing animated voices and characters. And look, I'm a capitalist. I know how it works, and mm-hmm. I get it. There, mm-hmm. there will always be a cachet for celebrity. I totally understand that. But what's great about Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain and that particular reboot with Mr. Spielberg is that it's about art for the sake of the art. Those were two shows that were successful for their own content, not as a result of action figures. And, and, and look, they're talking to 50% of the Ninja Turtles, so I know a lot about <laughs> uh, merchandising. But that's a very unusual circumstance, and it leads me kind of right back to my original premise, which is it's about execution, and it's about doing it well. And when Steven Spielberg, Tom Ruger, and the folks who created Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain originally, uh, the edict was to not condescend to the audience, and I'll be damned. They were right, because all these years later, the folks who run Hulu kind of go, wow, we grew up with that stuff. We loved it then. We love it now. These folks are still around, and Stephen wants to do it. What do you say? And now the audience for those shows is exponentially larger than it was when it premiered. So 
it's a remarkable time to be lucky enough to do what I do. Rob Paulson is on the line with us. Rob Paulson, the voice of Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Yako Warner from Animaniacs. And both Raphael and Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Rob's book, Voice Lessons, How a Couple of Ninja Turtles, Pinky and an Animaniac Saved My Life, is the story of Rob's life on and off Mike and how his experience battling throat cancer in 2016 gave him a much deeper appreciation for what he loves to do. Voice lessons available in paperback and as an ebook through Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Rob's website, robpaulsonlive.com. You can follow Rob on Twitter at uh, Yakko Pinky. Rob, Rob Paulson, of course, also the host, creator, and producer of the highly successful Talking Tunes podcast, which you can listen to uh, wherever podcasts are found. And uh, uh, while we're on the subject of Animaniacs, uh, Animaniacs is coming back with brand new episodes that are scheduled to begin airing on Hulu in the winter of 2020. Um, when you go back to revisit a character, even though the stories are new, you're going back and revisiting a character that you haven't given voice to in a while, even though you do the live concerts, Rob. But about how long does it take for you to go back to the character? About two seconds. So, uh, <laughs> it's... Uh... It's great. It's, you know, it's all those old phrases like falling off a bike or riding a bike or falling off and getting back, whatever. Falling off a horse that runs you over. I don't know what the, it was not a problem. Because remember, I've also been doing them just because they make my soul happy mm -hmm. uh, for decades because I'll be in a social situation and somebody will come up to me and say, hey, I'm so sorry if I'm bothering you. But, and of course, it never is a bother. It's an incredible privilege that people say, hey, you know, so-and-so told me, are you really? And I say, I sure am. <laughs> and then they do what you're doing, and it is the greatest. So I, I've constantly been doing them, and then when I go to conventions and do Q&As and my podcast, and uh, so I've been riffing on those characters forever, and I can speak all day and, and many of them without a script. And I don't know if that requires medication or, or applause, but uh, yeah, so it was not a problem at all. And also the characters become really part of your psyche. Uh, I remember I had the great great privilege of working with Jonathan Winters three or four times um, when I first started doing animation. Uh, he was doing a lot of cartoons at Hanna-Barbera. Mm -hmm. Man, the number of times that I would just ask him, Mr. Winters, uh, one of my favorite characters was Maude Fricker, or was Chester Honeyhugger, and he would just, boom, go right into something I saw him do in the late 60s on The Tonight Show. And man, oh man, I know part of his genius was his madness, mm -hmm. but boy, oh boy, as an audience member, and especially as a young actor and a person who looked to a guy like that or Red Skelton or Tim Conway or Carol Burnett or Harvey Corman with uh, an eye to do that gig, it's just a master class. And it can be in the parking lot at Hanna-Barbera. It's nuts. So I don't think I'm any different, and not just me. I think all of us who do this gig have access to that wacky part of us, which is why we get work. If we shut it down, then I'm, I'm no good to a producer or myself. So I, I keep it cultivated, much, I'm sure, to the dismay of my wife on occasion. But hey, man, that's what uh, puts places on the kids' teeth. So that's what I got to do. Our guest this hour is Rob Paulson of Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We'll talk some more with Rob after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. 
Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Hey there, this is Wink Martindale, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Are you from California, Illinois, New York, Georgia, or any of the other 39 states that charge state income tax? Does your state claim you owe them any amount of back taxes? Or have you not filed in years? Is your heart pounding because you know they're wrong or you just don't have the money? Don't fight the state income tax board alone. The tax doctor is here to help you. The state is much more aggressive than the IRS in collecting taxes. They have the power to take your home, your car, your driver's and business licenses, even garnish your wages, freeze your bank accounts, and go after your spouse. Solve all your income tax problems permanently and keep more of your hard-earned money. Make this 100% guaranteed risk-free call right now. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Miss the show? We have more than 500 hours of archived editions of TV Confidential available on demand as digital downloads. For more information, go to shop.tvconfidential.net. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious site-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.